Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat, grab your work boots, and let's go. Hi there, and welcome to Industrial Talk. Thank you very much for joining this platform, this Industrial Revolution platform that celebrates industrial professionals all around the world. You're bold. Yep. You're brave. Yes, thank you. You dare greatly. You innovate. You collaborate, which is very important. And you're making this world a much better place to live. Thank you very much for what you do. And that's why we celebrate you on this platform, this industrial media platform. All right. We have a gentleman by the name of Mike Miller. Azo is the company, that's A-Z-O. We're just talking about conferences and the importance of conferences in, in your business. Let's just be frank about it. Let's get back to normal. Let's get back to collaborating and, and constantly feeding our minds with great educational stuff so that you can be successful in conferences are the way to go. Let's get cracking. Great conversation. Yeah, I'm a big, big fan of conferences now. You can go to a conference... You can meet with all the people that you want to meet with. You can get the information that you need to help your business be more resilient. Yeah, it's important. And uh, a strategy around conferences is uh, key. So, you know, when I go to conferences, when I broadcast from conferences, I know who I'm going to talk to. I work with the conference organizers. And uh, we make sure that we generate the content that is necessary to help not only the conference for next year, for the future, but also uh, the individuals at the conference get their message out, tell their story. Because we're in an, uh, an industrial media center right here at Industrial Talk, it's important to just continue to grab that information. It, it's, and, I, and I say industrial revolution, and it is. Um, my conversations that I have are inspiring. The people that are blazing these trails are an inspiration, for lack of a better term. And they're really trying to address all the challenges, all of the, the opportunities that exist in industry today, the speed at which industry is, is growing and evolving, the journey that you have to be on, the commitment that you have to take. And, and do everything you possibly can to learn as much as you can. Because I just came back from uh, Hexagon Live in Las Vegas. And I got to tell you, they were talking some mad technology, incredible innovation, and how that will impact industry at all levels. And it's happening because... Because you just have to, you have to know what's happening. And the only way that I can, or the recommended recommendation I can make is, well, you better be engaged. You better be a part of that conversation. What's interesting about it is that I'm, I'm real passionate about the small to mid-sized companies. Large companies, I love them too, but they're going to blaze their trail. They're going to do what is necessary to keep that business going, and. Um, make sure that they're as efficient as they possibly can, and they have it. They've got the balance sheet. They've got the financials to be able to do that. Small to mid, uh, you need to be more lean and mean. You need to be more nimble. You need to have that ability to be able to leverage the innovation, the technology out there that impacts, in a positive way, your bottom line. And the only thing, again, 
the only recommend recommendation I can make is that you uh, be engaged. You go to conferences. You find out more. We need you. We need your uh, nimbleness to impact uh, the world in a positive way. And, and the energy that comes out of small to mid-sized companies is inspiring. So that's, that's my soapbox for this morning. But uh, Azo is the company. And we, we were talking specifically about uh, the powder conference and why it's important for Azo to be at these conferences and have these conversations. It's a, it's a bulk a handling company that has uh, just they're they're global they're just global and you you come to realize quickly in the conversation uh, with Mike that uh, it's everywhere and and my background in the sugar industry yeah it's everywhere and without the the companies like Azo uh, you're you just won't get the products or the the quality that you need, and uh, it's I, I I can geek out on this stuff because I think that uh, material handling, bulk handling, uh, is really interesting, and and many don't know about it, but it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. All right, let's get on with the conversation. His name is Mike Miller. The company's Azo A Z O, and uh, we're going to be talking about conferences. Enjoy the conversation. Mike, welcome to Industrial Talk. Thank you very much for joining. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How, are you, how about yourself? Thank you for asking. I'm doing great. I'm always doing well because I get to talk to people like you and live my Discovery Channel dream and talk about industry. How about that? You didn't expect that one, did you? I, I didn't. That one took me by surprise. I, I like it, though. I dig that. <laughs> yes, it is. It's true, man. I, get to, I enjoy these conversations because great. I think uh, the unsung heroes – are, are people in industry that are doing cool things, but nobody knows about it. And every time I, I, I agree more. Yeah. And every time I hear somebody talk about cool things, like nobody knows about that. That's cool. You guys just do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. See? Precisely. Again, yep. uh, listeners, I was telling them I digress quite quickly. And there's an example of it. Not proud of it, but I geek out. All right. For the listeners there, Mike, give us a little background on who you are. And then, of course, I want to know a little bit more about Azos. And then we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, uh, the powder show. And then finally, and this is a topic from that I think is really pretty cool. Are conferences important? Doesn't sound sure sexy, but that sounds pretty cool. So, Mike, give us a little yeah. background. Great. Yeah. So um, uh, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate the opportunity. It's cool. um, so. Yeah, so I, I'm, I work for a company called Azo, uh, as you mentioned before. Uh, I do, I'm in sales, uh, so I uh, manage uh, part of our sales team. And really what we do is uh, provide system solutions, automated solutions for, um, for powder and bulk handling operations. Uh, so major manufacturers, all the things that uh, people eat and drink and put on their bodies, the stuff that their houses are made out of, um, all of that is manufactured at an industrial scale. Uh, and most typically, uh, those operations involve powders and bulk solids of some sort. And so, my company. Uh, before we, uh, where you go on, uh, what define sure. bulk solid? Bulk solid. Yeah, so, what is that? Yeah. So for us, that's really it's a it's a broad definition. So think about um, fine powders, um, things that are like kind of dusty materials, all the way up to granulates. Um, so if you think of uh, like a plastic pellet or something like that. Yeah. Um, anything anything of uh, like a granular or a pellet size, uh, anywhere in between there. 
Um, we do, we produce the equipment and we design the systems that handle those materials. So they come into the building uh, on one end, it goes through a whole process and it comes out as something usable for the consumer. Um, so whether it's food or beverages or, um, you know, some sort of uh, consumer product like diapers, uh, things like that. <clears throat> Is uh, Azo sort of vertically integrated because you talk about design, do you guys also manufacture the 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 products themselves the handling the bulk handling products themselves or do you yes yeah, so, yes so we are um, we are a capital equipment manufacturer so think about big things like um like vessels or receive we call them receivers um large storage tanks and vessels uh that are going to hold uh these powder and bulk solid products uh and then the intermediary steps uh, to bring it along the different uh, steps in the process. So whether it's pneumatic conveying, uh, whether uh, the material needs to be screened, because there might be uh, things that are in the product stream that we don't want. Um, so we protect against that. Um, and then bringing it to each subsequent process step. Uh, so typically for a manufacturer, that's the a, a mixing device of some sort. So they bring all the constituent ingredients together. They mix it together into the product. And then um, it either goes out to packaging or it goes to another step in the process. Uh, if they're going to liquefy it or if they're going to extrude it into something. Uh, and then finally it goes out to, uh, to packaging uh, into a, a, uh, a product that you're going to go buy off the shelf. So all those steps in between. Uh, that's where we come in uh, to make sure that the materials get to the right point uh, at the right time. Theoretically, I could just come and knock on the door of Azos and say, hey, here's my challenge. And then you'd be able to sort of guide and do what is necessary. It makes it easy for Precisely. me. Am I, yeah. I'm on point yeah, on so that there's, one. Yeah. Within the manufacturing space, there's a broad spectrum of uh, of customers or or prospects who know what's going on and some that that really don't they have a they they say i need to do this and i have no idea how to do that yeah. um you know those are the types of instances where azo really shines we we pride ourselves on having the the technical know-how and the expertise um understanding a manufacturing process to be able to help them fill in the blanks and so we'll ask relevant questions about what they're trying to accomplish you know typically it's what are you making how much of that thing are you making um, and what are the ingredients that it's made up of and how do you receive those things? And then we'll put together a basic concept for a system and they'll say, oh yeah, that's what I was thinking or uh, I don't know. And so we'll go through an iterative design process to fine tune um, and then subsequently we'll price it and they'll say, yeah, that fits the bill or uh, that's a little higher than maybe I was looking for. And so we'll go through that process again and again till we come up with a qualified design that they can then commercialize uh, and and make a part of their business plan for them to be uh, successful. It, it always dazzles me that many don't realize how much effort goes into just delivering a product to your Absolutely. your uh, to your table or whatever it might be, and the quality assurance and all of the the steps and and how much you know gray matter was involved and invested into the solution. It always, it always fascinates me. Now, professionals like you, 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 you know, you make it look easy, but, but for the, I, I wasn't always good at this, and I also didn't always appreciate just how much energy goes into making the things that we just take for granted. You know, yeah. if you open your, your pantry and, and look inside there and the amount of, of people that touched all of the things that are in there and the amount of, 
uh, energy and thought and uh, consideration that went into making those things. And we just go to the store and yeah. pick it up and it's, you know, three bucks here, 10 bucks there. It's, it, it is truly remarkable. I, and, I consider myself very fortunate just to be a part of the process. Yeah. And, so. and they, they continue to refine it and hone it and, and continue to, to make it even more efficient or whatever it might be. It's just uh, the energy is yep. fantastic. All right. Absolutely. Let's, uh, uh, one of the areas that I am really passionate about, and I think that you are too, are shows. Talk to us about, because there's a show for everything, just sure. just FYI. And when you told me about the powder show, yeah, I'm going, why not? So talk to us a little bit about that, why that's important, and just sort of help the listener understand. Absolutely. Yeah. So at the end of April, uh, earlier this year, uh, we attended as an exhibitor um, what we call the Powder Show. I think the official name is the International Powder and Bulk Solids Conference and Exhibition. That's a, a mouthful. So uh, the URL is just, available. <laughs> yeah. Locally, it's just known as the Powder Show. Um, and really, the focus is um, powder handling uh, companies and um, you know customers who who have powder handling applications, which. Spoiler is just about every major manufacturer out there. Um, it's a great place to come and see uh, what's new in the industry, new equipment, um, new technologies, and just to talk to the companies that provide the types of equipment that's necessary uh, to to accomplish the manufacturing tasks that you might have. Um, so it, it was uh, this year, well, every year I should say, or every other year. So it's a it's a uh, biannual show. Uh, it's in Rosemont, Illinois, so it's really close to the airport oh, you know, yeah. in the uh, greater Chicago area. Um, and uh, it was it was pretty well attended, I have to say. Um, the last time we were at the show was in 2021, which, you know, I think we were still kind of in the pandemic. Um, and the attendance was not great, uh, as expected. Um, but it was, you know, they, they wanted to take that first step to get back. Um, so by comparison, this year, uh, I think it was, it was quite a bit better. Um, it's still... I think in comparison to maybe say six or, or 10 years ago, um, the attendance is definitely still down. Um, but I think in general, that's, that's uh, a trend among most, uh, trade shows and conferences in general. Um, so with that, with that frame of reference, I would say that it was a successful show. It certainly was for us. We, we saw plenty of, uh, of leads. Um, and I will say for the, the average attendee, um, when I think about quality versus quantity, the 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 quantity of leads uh, that came and spoke to us is probably down, you know, over ten years. Um, but the average quality of a lead is is significantly up. Um, so you see less and less folks just kind of coming out to see what what's what, and more folks with very specific needs, the actual projects that um, that they're looking to talk to an expert about. Um, and so the quality of conversation that we have on average um, is definitely up, uh, which I think is a good thing. Um, I'm still, you know, I, I want more people to show up. So, uh, you know, for those folks who are on the fence or don't really see the value, um, I still think that there is a, a tremendous amount of value in going to a show, even if you don't have a very specific purpose where you need to go and talk to someone. So um, the powder show is, is yeah, a little I, unique as well. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that it's important for you to be able to I mean, tactically touch some of this equipment, see this innovation that's taking place. If you're not engaged, you're going to miss out. And I think that things ch change so dramatically. And there might be a solution that you can go see. You can have that conversation. You can go touch it. And 
that might be transformative for your business or solve a problem and you wouldn't even know it. It's different than if you're reading about it. To go there and see it is just a whole other thing. Go back to the power show. Go. Yeah. So, uh, and I totally agree with what you uh, with what you said there. Um, it's you know I, I think the comparison to remote work versus in person you know or in office work is 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 real. Um, we definitely identified that there's opportunity for folks to take a step back. Um, it helps you know reduces cost. It gives people flexibility in their works in their work life. Um, but team cohesion. Uh, it w- suffered greatly during the the pandemic, um, and so I think there's been, you know, we, we've migrated back towards well, let's go to the office every couple of days, uh, and and still have that face to face interaction, um, that you know, the building of rapport, those kinds of things. I, I apply that mentality towards the trade show. So during the the pandemic, many companies, ourselves included, tried the virtual trade show, um, and I can say unequivocally, it was not a success. I, I don't we we definitely won't be going back to any version of the virtual trade show. Um, Not even have, a hybrid. I wouldn't even go over to the hybrid. It's like exactly. no. Yeah. So nah. we yeah on our on our website we do have still have uh, an example of what that looked like, um, and it is useful. I think you know we've seen some folks uh, go into that space. They can see equipment. It's you know it's a we had like a three D uh, walk around kind of deal, um, and so absent. Being able to go in person, you know, it, it, it can serve a purpose, but it is definitely not going to replace um, the the in-person face-to-face interaction. Um, and so with the powder show specifically, you know, it's an opportunity to come out and see equipment. And then for us also as a um, as a system solution provider, we don't manufacture all the equipment that we end up putting into a system. And so we have uh, dozens of vendor partners who are also at the show. Uh, and so it's an opportunity for us as a company to go and um, and maybe reinvigorate relationships that have gone uh, th- that we haven't tended to uh, well in the recent past or to forge new relationships. So in a couple instances, we met a couple companies uh, this year that had never uh, uh, exhibited at the show. Um, and there's some really great promise there for us to be able to partner with them to provide a better value for our customer. Um, so I, I consider that an immense value um, as uh, as someone who is trying to, again, provide value. Um, so, you know, I mean, that's a, that's that's essentially the powder show uh, in a nutshell for us. I think it was it was good. We'd like it to be better, but we'll take what we can get. Um, yeah, and, but, and but hope the, for the best. But you see the trend happening. I think people are getting back to normal, whatever normal looks like. But I think normal includes the necessity to go to uh, in-person trade shows, kick the tires, look at the innovation, have the conversations. You know, it, and you know as well as I do, the human behavior or the human characteristic is. I have a question, and then I'll spe- uh, spin off another question, and then you'll. You know, go out to dinner, and then the next day you come back and say, "I was thinking about this last night. What about this?" Yeah, and it's it's all there, and and it. I think it's an efficient use of time. Yeah, Yeah. and yeah, you hit the nail on the head there. the The time that it would take if I if I was uh, a someone who was looking for anything, a solution to to a business problem that I have in my in my plant, the the time and energy it would take to go out to the internet and do the research and even know where to look, right? Even if I was reasonably well acquainted with the options that were out there, I would spend days and days cumulatively collecting all the information that I could get in four to six hours uh, in one day at a show. Um, and and not just 
the information, but also get an impression uh, from that company, right? By talking to the individuals oh, yeah. uh, in, in the booth, you really get a sense of, you know, what are the things that these company that this company values? And is that in line with my company's values? And is there an opportunity there? Um, when you when you design capital equipment systems and your customers spend millions and millions of dollars, it's not just about the equipment. It's all about, it's also about the relationship and can we be a, be dependable? Can we provide the peace of mind that we're going to execute the project well? Um, and you know, and those those types of things take time. Um, when you get to talk to someone face to face, the impression that you can get um, as compared to even just a video conference, um, there's it's just it's hard to replace that experience. Um, and certainly over the phone or over the internet, it's almost impossible, I think, to really get a sense. So you're going to have to do that work at some point. Why not, you know, do it? Uh, and why not be efficient and, and go and talk to five or 10 uh, companies instead of just one at a time at a time? But see, this is this is one of the rubs that I have. Uh, you get it. If I go to a conference, I'm working it. I'm working it hard. I'm running around. I'm making contacts. I'm trying to add or communicate value and vice versa. And, and but then there's the the other ones that just go there because they're just sort of hanging out and uh drinking sure. the fine bourbon and uh <laughs> eating the eating the great food and and calling it a day. You know I, I discourage that. I want the ones that are uh, aggressive. And to your point, you know, you got your your quality of leads versus the quantity. That's where I think that's where people are at. And I think putting forth the money, go into these in-person shows, having a plan of attack. Just you know, yep. do your research, say, I see who's going to be there. I'm going there. These are the things that I want to talk about. Man, you'll hit home runs. You'll hit home runs. Absolutely. And there's also, you know, a lot of these, these shows, um, you know, we typically stand on the expo floor and talk to people, but there are also, these conferences have loads of seminars and opportunities for continuing education. So if your company has a corporate policy where you've got to, you know, you've got to meet certain expectations, or if you're a professional engineer, so talking to those engineers out there, uh, and you have actual hard requirements, many of the trade shows, in fact, I, I would say, nearly all of them have seminars that will count towards the continuing education, uh, professional development hour requirements. Um, so, you know, it's, it's an opportunity there as well. Um, but I think the, from, from my perspective, the fundamental, um, lack of understanding for a lot of people is it's, it's a disruption from your daily routine. Like you get out of your normal space and you can get into a different headspace or different mindset um, to be able to think creatively or innovatively about your business. Uh, and so even if you don't have very specific needs, like my company is trying to expand this line or we have a greenfield project where we're standing up a whole new building uh, and manufacturing process, even if you don't have hard projects that you're working on, you might have initiatives that your company is considering one, two, three years down the line. You can do some of that early creative work at a show um, and you'd be shocked at how... Um, how open to having just those those kind of high level conversations, folks like like myself and my colleagues um, and even my competitors. I know for a fact that, you know, they all share a similar mindset um, of helping manufacturing professionals figure out what's the next step. What's the what's the next big thing? Let's just you know, let's have a blue sky uh, kind of dream, uh, dream big conversation. And who knows what comes from that? Maybe nothing today. 
Um, but, you know, we, we've seen um, specific evidence of meeting folks at a show and we ask them, what brings you in today? And they're like, well, we're just kind of here to see what's what's new. And flash forward three years later, we're working on a on a project that started with that conversation. Um, you know, and it took a long time to develop, but it was for us, that was time well spent. And we had just measured it from, you know, the result of that show. We would say, well, you know, that lead really didn't pan out into anything. Um, but you never know what's going to happen in the future. And, and all it takes is, I mean, even just a five minute conversation um, can make make the difference on something big like that. So, yeah, I, I agree with you 100 percent. Where where do you see uh, Azo going? What's your what's your next conference? Yeah, so our next big one um, is is Pack Expo. Uh, so this is in Las Vegas this year. Um, it, that's a big show for us. Um, uh, spoiler: We are only in a very small way in the packaging world. Uh, we do we do have some equipment that does bulk packaging, um, but all of our customers need packaging. You know, there's no one is buying. Uh, a cake mix in a in a clear plastic bag on the shelf, right? Like it's in a fancy box and it appeals to your senses. Yeah. Uh, and so we go where the customers are because, um, you know, packaging uh, is probably it's number one or or number two priority for our customers. Um, and so we want to be where the action is. Uh, so Pack Expo in Las Vegas, I think that happens in September. Um, so we'll be there and uh, come check us out. Uh, it's, well, it's definitely unless I get an invite, unless you yeah. tell me who those people are, you know, the organizers, I'll be there in a jet because, because I do go to conferences and yes, I do broadcast live at those locations. Cool. I have it. Yeah. I, I plant that seed because Sounds I think good. I see that conferences are important. Absolutely. And you too, listener, you need to know that that's important and you need to map out your conference, you know, target list. If you were to pick one, yeah. If you were to pick one show a year, if your company said, "Listen, you can go to one um, Pack Expo," in my opinion, would be uh, would be a a solid option uh, to go to. So please come check Don't they don't they bring on like other shows? They'll they'll bring in the machine and they'll show the machine stack going through and packaging and doing all this stuff. I mean, it's it's right there. It's it's Discovery Absolutely. Channel in real time oh yeah for sure yeah especially the packing equipment they love to set up you know ah. some of these booths are massive 100 feet long and they've got all manner of packaging and it's just they are just blowing and going um it's really uh, it's something really cool to see if if nothing more than just to be wowed uh it's you know in my opinion it's worth the price of admission so i i i agree with you 100 percent. every time i go to these uh, some of these larger shows that are that are all stacked up with vendors that are bringing in just ridiculously sized machines it it's always uh, i i do a video and i'll just go check this out oh my gosh check this out they, i don't know how they roll them in but they roll oh, them in and then they hook up I, the power and then they get it all absolutely. dialed in it's oh, pretty wow. remarkable so so you touched on on uh, a lot of things one that listener i want you to walk away from is that one Conferences are important, and they're important to your business success. Figure out how to make that happen. Identify those conferences that are important to you. Boom, make it happen. Don't shy away. Get back to normal. And make those real contacts, as human-to-human contacts. And two, um, it's nice to know that Azo exists out there, that I can just come knock on the door and say, hey, I've got this challenge with my manufacturing process, and know that... I only have to talk to one person. <laughs> and that's Hazel. Thank you. 
Absolutely. <laughs> I don't. I don't want confusion. I don't want complexity. I just want solutions. There you go. Absolutely. You yep. can use that on a bumper sticker. How do they people get a hold of you, there, my friend? Yeah, the best way to get a hold of us uh, is to uh, head to our website. So yep. azo-inc.com. Come out a dash. Couldn't you just come to Azo Inc? I mean, it was. It was. I think it was taken. So. Oh. Dash. There are. Dash. Yeah, there are. There are other Azos out there, unfortunately. So. Well, you guys are a global company, so I understand that. And and, but okay. Remember the yeah, dash. We, Azo Dash Inc. Absolutely. That's right. What about you? Can I get a hold of you? I mean, sure. Yeah. You're a nice guy. Got a good head of hair. They want to talk to you. If you're out on the video, he has good head of hair. Yeah, easiest way to get a hold of me is by email, uh, and it's super simple. Mike.miller at azo.com. Make that happen. A-Z-O. Yeah. See, right. you got azo.com. That's right. So, yeah, we, we so we are we are a German company, uh, and we do own the azo.com uh, domain. That is our, our global website, um, so that'll take you to uh, the, the German website. So in the U.S., we've... We've got a sister website, if we'll, we'll call it. So that's azo-inc.com. Well, either you way, you'll you'll be able to find us. So. Yeah, either way. There's not going to be a test on this because I don't I don't want a test. All right. Mike, you were no absolutely worries. wonderful. Thank you very much. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate it. All right, listeners, we're going to wrap it up on the other side. You're going to have all the contact information for Mike as well as uh, azo-inc. You make a note of that. All right, we'll be right back. You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network. That is Mike Miller delivering some truth bombs about conferences and why it's important for you to make that a priority. I don't, for the remainder of the year, whenever, it's right now, going forward, make that a priority. And then, man, and I'm telling you, you're spending the money. Work those conferences. Work them to the best of your ability to be able to learn as much as you can and that collaboration to find innovations that will solve your pending or your current challenges, whatever it may Because we need you. Mike Miller, azo-inc.com. He was great, by the way, because I'm a big advocate on, on conferences. As you can tell, I'm a big advocate. All right, we're building a platform. A platform... That is a media platform, an industrial media center. And we need your voice. Go out to industrialtalk.com. Reach out to Mike. Reach out to me. We'll have a conversation. We're going to have another great conversation shortly. So, you know, stay tuned.